Wait, we don't wear shoes on the podcast. I'm ready. Just a heads up, Gerard's sitting over there, and he's making wow. us nervous. <laughs> you outed Gerard's Gerard. over there. He's hiding. Guys, oh, it's our first live audience podcast. Wow. Gerard <laughs> decided he wanted to come watch it live. If you're That's interested, how popular it is. If you're interested, tickets will be on no! CrossFitBolt.com. No. My Z-Urgent. To watch I think our I don't podcast need it, live. I'm going to leave that right there because I don't think I need it. We'll take qu- uh, we could take questions from the audience. <laughs> questions from the live audience yeah. at the end. So stick around. Hello guys, welcome to episode 14. We got it all wrong in last week's episode. It was actually episode 13 that we were on and we kept calling it episode 12. So welcome to episode 14 of the No Regrets podcast. It is I, Becca. It is that person. That's kind of like the- Blitz is on the ground not feeling good. That's like the opposite of a hotel. You know, like when there's no 13th floor, but when you're staying on the 14th floor, you're really staying on the 13th floor. Whoa, maybe that's the reason. But we just said 12 again. That was the reason. I guess why we skipped over 13. Yeah, we did the opposite. We said just 12 again, so we didn't have a 13th. 12A, 12B, 14. I'm trying to... No bad luck. Have you ever stayed on a 13th floor? (laughs) If you stayed on the 14th floor, you have. No, have you stayed on a legit 13th floor? There's not a 13th floor in a hotel. No, look it up. There's got to be some. Look it up. No. I Look feel it like up. I feel like there was Look one. it up. Okay, if you keep talking on the podcast, I will <laughs> look it up. Go. <laughs> Is there a 13th do, do, floor do, 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 in hotels? Am I playing the Jeopardy theme song or is that the sound after poop tarts? <laughs> um, what hotel has a 13th floor? See, there's a whole list of them. The Hilton, Chicago, the Marriott, like Houston. In Houston, we can go to Houston and go experience one. There's a lot. No. But I know there's a lot without Do, the 13th floor, yeah, if too. There, if there's there, a whole history on it. If they're that's, labeling just that there's a few for. that have the 13th floor in all of the hotels in the world, that means... All the most, the majority of the hotels do not have a third. Yeah, they floor. have a whole story on why there's not. Yeah. The, we can go over that, but later. It's haunted. But, I don't know. I don't know why it's haunted. It's those little aliens from Mexico. <laughs> you hear about that too? <laughs> okay. You told me you wanted me to be more involved. Okay. Okay. You help carry the podcast. Now you don't even know what to do with. I this. don't even know what to do with all of this. It's true. Before we hopped on, I was like, maybe okay, we sit, could get I'll some some conversation. Talk. No, 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 no. Let's find a healthy balance between we just start spewing everything that's facts. out. Everything you, you mean facts? Spewing facts. Pure facts. And then that's like one extreme. And then some you're good on good coffee the, this morning. Okay. Okay. Everybody, everybody chill for a second. Let me go back to my questions and what we're really here to talk about, which is fitness and other fun stuff going on. We are here today, right before we do Wadapalooza. Everybody was asking kind of when or what is the next competition we had coming up. Surprise, it's Wadapalooza. We got to do the qualifiers. Hopefully if those go all to plan. We'll be in Miami once again in January. I am honestly halfway excited to do these workouts in the qualifiers. Just because, I mean, like, it's an online qualifier. Let's be real. Like, the camera setup, the reading over, let's move this giant thing out the way. The reading over the standards multiple times, the making sure, the stress of, like, making sure you hit all of the standards and everything. Uh, I think you're putting undue stress on yourself. No, 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 no. No. It's very, describe undue. Is that what you just said? You're so far to the extreme of being a rule follower and doing everything perfectly. 
No, you don't. I yes, see plenty of examples of people not I having do. to do that. Definition. So you're going to do it the right way. It's all going to be done the right way. So you just not, don't need to stress about it. Oh. You need to have fun and work out. I am excited for these. I do like the first two workouts. They announced a triplet of front squats, burpees, toes bar. I like all those. Good little grinder. Oh, they're going to announce it any Live announcement. Live announcement on here the, on the No on the, Regrets podcast. On the recorded podcast. A lift that is a snatch into two hang snatches. There's a little overhead squat tie break, which I like all of it. The lift is the lift, you know. The lift is the lift. We'll do what we can on that. I do love to snatch on good snatch days. <laughs> Nothing yet? I'll, I'll keep looking. You'll keep refreshing for us. Because we'll go over workout three live, not live, on this podcast. Recorded. Um, yeah, so we're getting ready for Wadapalooza, guys. Super excited. It's just an online qualifier. You just have to make sure you're doing everything right and do it. The, the second week, oh, this is where it's going to get real. Next week, we're in South Padre for Cambro at the Spyland Games. So we'll be doing qualifiers down there as well. So I just got to make sure we have everything ready and organized to go on that. So you guys that were asking what competition was coming up, Wadapalooza, there it is. We didn't do Rogue just because we didn't plan on doing Rogue this year. Although after seeing some of those qualifier events, I was a little bit jealous because I did like them. But... We'll save Rogue for another year. Are you excited to do that snatch? Watch me do that snatch <laughs> lift. Yes. Yes. I'm Question gonna make mark. you roll a 1K before or something. That's right kind of usually how it should roll. I usually like to lift after workouts or during workouts, and then we lift really, really well. Uh, but don't worry, we'll have that adrenaline going this afternoon and hit some big numbers. That's starting today. Any other thoughts on Wadapalooza before I move past it? We'll get to talk about Excellent how competition. If you've never go. been as a spectator, highly recommend. It's super cool venue. Lots of just fun stuff going on, so you should go. I mean if you if you love CrossFit or fitness and just just a great Miami's fun. It's a great venue. It's just awesome. Everything all, all the way around. It's worth checking out if you're a big fitness and CrossFit enthusiast. I've been to Wadapalooza twice. One way back in 2017 in the teenage division after we competed our first year at the games, and then this past year we went back and it was crazy to see how much the event has grown because it was so big back in 2017, but it had grown a lot in. Obviously, a lot of things had been upgraded. Even Vendor Village was huge. And Wadapalooza is cool because it's when the games athletes are kind of ramping back up training, getting ready for the season that starts um, in late February. Is that when the Open starts? Um, so we're, they're kind of like getting in that mode of like, yeah, we're training hard, but we're not. But everybody's kind of still relaxed and not like, these are in-season competitions because that's when everybody gets a little bit more stressed and a little bit more serious. That's so. why you need to have fun with the qualifier. Fitness is fun. We always talk about it, too. Doing good and winning is fun, too. So we will have fun with this one. Hopefully see you guys in Miami in January. I had a, a coaching note this kind of this past week, which has been funny just because I've been coaching since 2017, so a decent amount of time now. And I remember, I still remember the days when I first started coaching and I would literally stand at the board to do the board talks and like my voice was shaky because I'd be so nervous in front of people. Um, and nowadays I just make a ton of faces at my athletes. <laughs> and it happened not... Like a couple of days ago, or maybe it was on, what's today, Thursday? Maybe it happened on Tuesday. Um, I've just gotten like really comfortable in my own kind of coaching technique that we talked about having RBF and like making faces. But I'm very much, I don't know if I need to dial it down or not, but you, we're not going to dial it down, to be honest. 
But one of my one of the athletes that I was coaching it was maybe on a snatch or something. I don't know what we were doing that day. And I looked at him kind of like did this kind of the inspiration for like the head tilt reels that we did that I did the other day. Showing and some slight disappointment. No, uh, hmm. I wouldn't say disappointment, but I, it was more like confusion. I was like the head tilt with the squinty eyes and they go, uh oh, I go, what? They're like that face. It means I did something. I go, no, 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 no. It wasn't like anything bad. It was like, that was my thinking face. And it was like, but I wrote a note on here. It's just, be, it's just funny to like, when you start building up your, that trust with athletes and they, you kind of get to know each other and you build that, that coach athlete relationship, it gets the process of learning both as a coach. And then as that athlete, it like gets, gets pretty fun, but I know I get a lot of questions around here where it's like every now and then I'll get one that's like, what do I do with athletes that aren't coachable or don't seem like they want to be coached or stuff like that? I'm just like, you just got to take time to build that trust with them. And it was just kind of a note I put on here because I thought that was funny. <laughs> just my face. I'm sorry. My face looks like this. You married this what face. What kind of faces are you making at people? I don't know. I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> you should start making faces at people. You should dress up. You remember how we said for one year for Halloween, we need to figure out our Halloween costumes too. It's coming up on that. We were going to dress up as each other. Oh, yeah. We can still do that. But you have to, like, take on the personality of the other person. So work on your faces. <laughs> It'd be easy to dress up like you. You would have the hard time of wearing booty shorts, I feel like. It'd be a great day. Might be a harder time for <laughs> other people witnessing <laughs> it than, than... That's true. Have you ever had an athlete, like, just not like you? I'm sure. I mean, every, <laughs> I'm sure there's there's always, I mean, there's different you'd be like, types of coaches for different types like, of athletes. You don't have to, don't. Put any names out there but you'd be like yeah i can think of someone that's just like nah they did not vibe with me at all because that happens now i mean there's always people you headbutt with or you have a hard time kind of delivering deliver how they um receive coaching and how you deliver it might be off um i know some people want to be more i'm not a big yell at you, make a scene, slap you on the back. I mean, I'll get excited when we hit PRs or do stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you want me to do that to you today <laughs> no. before you snatch? No. Um, Punch you. So, I mean, I think there's, there's different coaches that are good at different things, and the biggest thing is be genuine, show you care, be yourself, and that's how you gain trust with an athlete to eventually listen to you. And you have to be okay, too, like, Hey, some coaches are going to vibe with other, or some athletes are going to vibe with other coaches. And, you know, we see that all the time where I've given a cue 37 times and then someone says it just a different way, or maybe they say it the same way, but it's just that athlete is receptive to that coach and then it clicks. And but, that coach takes full credit. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm, that's, I'm not, that, that drives me crazy. No, it's just, um, actually one other note on that before we move on from this is someone one of the ladies that was at my, the coaches at my L2, I vividly remember this because she was almost a little bit, I hope she's doing well now, I don't know, but maybe there's a chance like she's listening to this podcast. But I remember this because she was really kind of trying so hard when we were doing like in the L2, you pretend coach your group. And it's really awesome. It's really intimidating because you're in front of other coaches, like coaching, and then you're in front of the L2 seminar staff. And she was like a little bit shaky, but a really good coach, like really trying hard to give these really good cues. And then she, afterwards, she asked the question, like, as a smaller female athlete, she was like, I feel like I don't get respect from some of these other athletes in the gym. They just don't care to be coached by me. And I was like, I kind of gave her, there had been, multiple situations at the beginning of my coaching career where I didn't have as much confidence because I didn't have a lot of time of coaching under my belt. And I started super, super young, like when I was 17 or maybe I just turned 18, whenever you can get your L1, I got it as soon as possible. Um, but there were some, some situations where I ran across that and I was like, you just got to show them that you're putting in the reps too. 
on trying to get better as a coach and you really do care when you try and put that effort into those athletes and they can tell you really do care that mutual respect kind of starts building then you have your hard heads that don't that just want to come in here and move for their hour of fitness and then what you got to do is give them a little bit whether they take it or leave it I mean that's up to them uh, but you just got to show that you you care and you really do enjoy what you do and want to get better at what you do so yeah I thought that was a great coaching note to kind of go over and just answering a few of those questions True where that. um nice people, coaches people, just feel like human beings are complicated and it's not like you're going to get from I think as coaches because we want so much something for somebody else they have to want it for themselves and part of that is like checking their ego a little bit or like accepting coaching like you can't want that for them and so we talk about this sometimes is with our coaches or me and you together is we want to I'm trying to move them 0.1% my direction every day that's it I'm not trying to get them from 70 to 100 I'm trying to get them like 0.1% every day or building uh, you know a step on that bridge to get them where I want them to go or where they where they want to go you know once we we kind of like I think that's another important thing too is like do you know your athletes goals because if you're just telling them stuff and they're like dude I don't care about snatching like I'm just in here because it's my time it's my hour but I really do not care about this then you might need to reshift about how you go about coaching them or encouraging them or because that's it's their life it's their goals not your goals so those two things care like one percent more goals. than them but figure out what they care about and then don't be a selfish coach and then don't want all, i mean you no no, no. i don't i think that comes from a good place because as a coach you're like oh i want you to get better at this i'm you're eager to like get them right. somewhere but it might not be where they want to go and you have to realize if you you're just going to be banging your head against the wall and get frustrated if you're trying to like push them and it's not something they want so you you have to figure out what they want and then and then when you're trying to lead them in a direction, do it a little bit at a time and not expect it to be like, I mean, yeah. some athletes it will be quick because you'll, like I said, you'll, you'll vibe or you'll have the same kind of direction, but. I like it. And it, it's a hard balance of like, you want to do your job and push people to like where you know, like. They can go. They can go, but if they're not ready to go right. there just yet, or that's and not And it's just like goal, the, I mean, the, the it's, idea it's of. It's a hard balance. Psychological intensity versus physical intensity. Sometimes it's just getting someone's mindset right. Yeah. But. Coaching be boom. fun. Fitness be fun. Coaching be fun. All the back squat PRs this week. Yeah. Good Shout job, out to all Bolters. our Bolt team. Was the cycle 13 weeks? Is that what we ended on with the deload yeah, week? Yeah, I think there? it changed a little bit because we were out of town. Like it was fun yeah. when we were so out of town. It was a so. long, long back squat cycle. Fun one. Watched. Uh, um, it was fun watching everyone get comfortable with back squats, load up some big heavy weights, stay safe, and go over like even the safety of um, being able to like bail from these heavy lifts and everything. And uh, we had lots of big old back squat PRs this week so that was awesome and a fun way to kick off the week did our 9-11 hero wad yesterday and then we benched heavy oh wait not yesterday Tuesday and then we benched heavy yesterday so the storm center has been rocking and rolling and people felt it on Thursday we had our nice little flow day and people were like yes we needed this it's been a it's been a tough week but a fun week um yeah, so shout out to all you guys that hit big back squat PRs. Awesome. If you didn't, we'll keep on working. One more, two more shout outs. Your haircut. Everybody look at it. It looks great. And then I wrote a note on here to give a shout out to Blitzy Boy for setting a PR for coming four early mornings <laughs> in a row to the gym and get a blitz cam on him right now because the homeboy is exhausted usually blitz comes every other morning with matt but lately he's just been too hyped and jumping out of bed to come to the gym but the problem is i think he gets here sometimes and he's like wait i feel like i should have stayed in bed plus he doesn't feel good again. and he doesn't feel too hot right now because he probably ate some trash so the only only downfall with blitz is like he'll eat things he doesn't even He'll eat socks, headbands, and he's got that. Anything sweaty. <laughs> Anything sweaty. So or I don't know plastic. what he got. But shout out, Blitzy Boy. Good job, buddy. Holding down the early mornings. 
All right, you ready to get into the questions? Let's do it. All right. It's so weird how sometimes these questions have, like weeks have like themes where a few questions will pop up. Some people will ask like similar questions. So a big one was, do you track macros slash calories? If so, what are your numbers? A lot of people want to know what the recipe is for Big Becca. We're still working on it, but getting better, okay? You've been, we've been, been doing good. I mean, my weight is sitting at a solid 120, between 127 and 128. I need to log right in now. every night of how many calories you get in. You can look at it. So lately, just recently, guys, usually we are on MyFitnessPal because it's like an easy way to just, if you want to get into logging your food, MyFitnessPal. Get a free version. Don't have to do anything crazy with it. You just put your food in MyFitnessPal, shows you your macros, all that stuff. Um, you'd be surprised on like what you're putting into your body. How, how, how little protein you're probably getting. Protein. But back to how much fat you're getting. Back to Big Becca. Right now I'm trying out RP Strength, um, their new app, which helps you like adjust. It kind of plans out your macros per meal and has you like these little uh, scroll things that you can adjust the macros where it creates a balanced meal. Right now, I always try to get. I should pull it up. I don't have my phone in here. Oh, I got right it. There. It's in my head. <laughs> Where's my phone? Where's my phone? <laughs> Where's it? It's in my. I know what you. What okay. You, what's your? Tell me my macros. Because I think. One hundred and twenty protein. Grams of protein. I couldn't remember if it was 75 or 95. Oh, fat? I bumped it up. So your so your carbs could go down. Oh, it's still not that. Well, it's not lower. that in that. 95 grams of fat. 300 grams of. It has it at like 345. But we yeah, took okay. that down mm -hmm. and we bumped up the fat. Okay. Yeah. 300 grams of carbs. I you weren't struggle getting, with you hitting the carbs. You weren't getting. And calories. You weren't getting the ca total calories, and th that was the first thing, is we need to get that many calories in. We can adjust the macros. Obviously, you probably go over a little bit in your protein, so that can kind of take away from the I've been kind of trying to work on that. Believe carbs. it or not, like cutting down a little bit, just a little bit of protein, because I still... Well, it helps you. It's, satiate, it's more satiating, so if you take out some of the protein, you're still getting enough, but then you can eat more. Right. Like the carbs, you can like turn over quicker, which you kind of need to like grow into. And trying to keep those carbs clean because you're not trying to overload your fat. That's what. So it was funny. Well, I kind of told you. It originally you. had you at 75 grams of carbs and 345, or 75 grams of fat, 345. We made an adjustment because you were having a hard time getting that in. Yeah. By adding in some fat, because fat is an easy way to like bump up your calories without feeling as you don't have to eat as much. Yeah, so it was funny, we were talking, I told you we were talking about it this morning, and everybody, because I have a goal written on our goal board of just to weigh 135, and I'm, like, I'll throw, I told them I'd throw a donut party, ironically, if I broke 130 soon, um, which we should break 130 really soon. I have a feeling, I just feel good about my eating now, like, come on, little body, like, we can do this, but um, usually people start with You gotta their, give the body food. I am, I am. You saw my breakfast this morning too. It was a decent amount. And I've been drinking my protein shakes in the morning. Okay, I'm trying. Anyways, most people start. Oh, we got a signal from our live audience. Most people start with their um, need to start their nutrition journey is just watching your protein. Most people do not get enough protein. Where I'm at right now is with the amount of training that I do and um, and coaching that I do, carb and just general like caloric intake is hard for me when I'm keeping everything pretty clean. And that's why people were asking me this morning, they're like, just go eat some, some Pop-Tarts and whatnot. And they actually did bring up Pop-Tarts and everything. I was like, I wish, but I'm trying to keep it clean. Like you don't feel great when, okay, now I'm distracted. When you're eating dirty like that, what's the workout? Um, individual workout three, four time. This is an interval workout. Time cap is 20 minutes. There's one minute rest after each round. 
15, 20, 25. Calorie row, wall balls, chest-to-bar pull-ups, box jump overs, alternating dumbbell snatch. So you do a round of 15? Right plus left equals one. Ooh, so it's a lot of dumbbell so snatches. So it's like 30, it's like double the dumbbell snatches. So you do a round of 15? You rest one minute, round, round of 20, one. rest one minute. Oh. Sprint-ish. Uh, no. I think that's the trap. That's the trap. That's a lot of dumbbell. That's 30, 40, 50 dumbbell snatches. So that's where it looks it looks sprintish until you the one minute rest is I mean it's a twenty minute cap. Hmm. Spicy. What I don't like is So it's more like a long interval. Just a thought. I don't really like when they put interval work in qualifiers just because people can can start like a second sooner on like your rest time. That's what I don't like. I don't know. I'll look through the, the standards mean, and everything. You know what I mean, though? I mean, if they have a clock set up. I don't know, but I feel like it needs to be exact. Anyway, I like that. We do lots of interval work, and I like the fact that it's one-minute rest. Everybody knows. Hey, buddy. Everybody knows one-minute rest is just a trap yeah. on any type of interval work. Nice. Cool. Now we know all the workouts, so I'll do that tomorrow or something. Cool. Next question. Since we got a little off on a, we talked a good bit about macros. I'm going to be 50 in five months. Am I too old to do CrossFit? I read this question, and then I was like, you know what we should incorporate in this podcast? Table flips makes me mad that people think you know we used to have a punching bag in our gymnastics locker room don't ask me how it got there someone brought a punching bag but I feel like we should incorporate table flips for questions that I appreciate but don't like like why do you feel like why do you feel like you're too old to start CrossFit is it you're not because it's intimidating it is intimidating and it can be but you could I go to the wrong you, gym and get a have a really not great experience and be like that's not for me whether it be the vibe and community of the gym whether it be a coach trying to push you like you're 20 when you're 50 and you know have a progression to get you to where you need to be for some of these movements like we talked about before snatching or overhead squats and you can be in a situation to where that's intimidating or you have a bad taste in your mouth. So you just got to shut guys. If you're unsure or you've tried it a little bit and you're, it's okay to be like a little bit scared or intimidated. Like it is, it's weird. I talk about this all the time. When we travel, I still don't I've been doing this a long time. I don't know what I'm going to walk into as far as like the coaching level, the vibe of the gym. Um, you just never know. Like we're all, all the gyms are very different. And so as a consumer, just go try a bunch of different gyms. And, and ask questions. And ask questions, but hopefully you find one. There'll be a good one around you um, that you that fits what you're looking for, fits the kind of your goals or like you know your fitness level, and they're going to take care of you. So I get where they're coming from. That's all I'm saying. To answer your question, no, and you're not too old. That you're not. But yes, I do completely understand and agree with how it can be intimidating and like, yeah there's gonna be some yeah at the same time you're not getting any younger yeah you got so don't use that as an excuse yeah you find a good gym you decide you're gonna do it you can do it yes you can do it you're not too old we gotta stay moving we gotta stay strong all that good stuff next question oh this is for you okay if you could only take one supplement, what would it be and why? Supplement boy, go. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I take is creatine and, and, and protein. Once again, it, it depends on your goals. For most people, would you say it's protein? Uh, or just eat more protein? Like general health, I think like something like vitamin D maybe. Because okay. <laughs> people don't get in the sun enough. And like for general health, 
Like I can eat, I can eat more. Do they still sell? I can eat more chicken. I can't make more vitamin D unless I get in the sun. Sunny D. Yeah, you know the orange drink that you drink as a kid. Yeah, that doesn't have vitamin D in it. It's gotta have something. How are they? (laughs) How are they calling it Sunny D? If it doesn't, it's gotta have something. Yeah, sugar is what it's got in it. Like a ton of sugar. I bet that's one of those things. Like you remember being so delicious as a kid. And if I tried it these days, I'd be like, this is disgusting. Because yeah. it probably is so sugary. Um, Don't drink Sunny D unless an a- you want to sponsor us. As Sunny an athlete, D. I would say creatine. If you're an athlete or like kind of. Are you serious? Or like just a performance based. Really? There's, there's so many benefits to creatine, not just like um, hmm. through strength training, but also there's been studies and different analysis uh, and its ability to like clarity of thought and like helping brain fog and stuff like that as well. Like there's a lot to creatine that's beyond just strength training. So for well over a year now, I would say strength creatine. If it was just like, if you're like kind of a performance based athlete or hard charger and something, something that's a good one. Okay. Cool. Cool. Will we see you in any upcoming comps like Rover Wadapalooza? We already answered that. It's Wadapalooza. You see, this is the trick. This is what I'm talking about. Realistic. I wanted to go. I wanted to go like hang out and check out Rogue, but you didn't want to go. Wow, well, just put me on the spot like that. I struggle with the FOMO aspect of it. I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm gonna be there and be like, put me in, coach. Put me in. Like they do some cool stuff at Rogue. Definitely want to compete at Rogue one day. But this is what I'm talking about. It's another question was realistic fitness goals for people in their 40s and 50s. Like the part of me wants to just say like don't be realistic. Do whatever you want to do. If there's something you want to do, like go for it. I mean, obviously you're going to be in a different stage of your life than when you were a teenager in 20s and younger, but I mean, if there's something you want to do, I've heard like people have come in here like master's age and they're like hey maybe one day i'll make it to the games as a master i'm like that's totally doable you just have to set yourself up and commit to that goal and do what's necessary to to make it to that goal but i don't know what you would consider realistic it's just whatever whatever you want and whatever i mean obviously you'd have to at that age we have to be smart about how much volume and what you choose to do and make sure it's appropriate but it could be anything from staying in shape being healthy, not having any pain when you move. You just want to stack tiny habits and be better than you were the day before. Wow. If you do that, He's on fire like you're today. going to He's on fire. You're going to you're going to improve a lot and you and you'll look up in 6 months and you'll be surprised by if you consistently do that how far you've come if you're consistent. So, whatever allows you, whatever little thing that allows you to be consistent and that you can 100% commit to even if it's like 10 minutes a day, whatever you will build off of that momentum. But just try to be better than you are right now. That's the only pressure. To do something every day that makes you a little bit better than you are right now. But I do like really encourage like you guys that even if you're like in your 40s and 50s, write down goals. Just write them down first. Like really sit down and take some time to ask yourself like what is something I I think yeah. I, w- I want to go after. And just write it down and and maybe even talk to someone be like, hey, I really want to go for this and have that little bit of accountability. And maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's just a friend. Maybe it's a family member. Like, that's so powerful and keeps you hungry to keep progressing that little bit. So that's awesome. Are you ready for this? Uh-oh. Is this the crazy No, no, no. One? It's not. Uh, we got, oh, we're almost there. Vacaciones in Mexico. Did I say that right? Did you get that? Vacation in Mexico. Yes. <laughs> like the easiest translation of all time. Well, I was still proud of it. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like that wasn't. He actually speaks. So was it, did, so, it was a question mark real, on both sides. Real honest moment right here. He speaks more Spanish than me because he lived in Honduras for some time. Okay. I don't really speak Spanish. Yeah, but you, you would know I understand more than, it more than you do. Yeah. Okay, so one day, yes, I would like to one day. Uh, what is your best not CrossFit related memory from the last few years? 
I'd have to say our wedding was pretty lit. That's pretty awesome. I mean, but it's, it's we not did even do, just that. We did do bar muscle ups at our wedding, so it was that was. So if there was, related. if there was something that I like, nothing crazy happened from that. But if there's something like I kind of regret, like I look back and I was like, that was so dumb. Was doing a bar muscle up in my wedding dress after like ten pina coladas, and I and no chalk, no chalk. I this that could have gone really wrong. But people were doing bar muscle-ups because we had our wedding here at the gym. That was pretty awesome. Any, any like, spontaneous adventure we've done together, like I always talk about Key West and how that was super fun, or any just... And camping last That was super ago. fun. My favorite part of that was the whole family got to go because Blitz got to go with us. I would so, say Phoenix, too. Was, I mean, all those things. I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to pick just one because they were all kind of different, but... Yeah, the bar muscle-ups at the wedding. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> okay. Here it is. All right, I might have to read this one a couple times. Uh-oh. It's an either-or question. That is not fitness-related. I don't even know how someone came up with this, but you know who you are, okay? <laughs> Would you rather, and our live audience needs to listen to this, too. Would you rather... Change genders every time you sneeze or not be able <laughs> to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby. So you would try to eat a baby? I don't know. I'm so disturbed at the same time. This is so hilarious. I'll read it again for you guys. Would you rather change genders every time you sneeze? I mean, I can just say no on that one. <laughs> You have something against girls? <laughs> no, I like girls. And I, I don't like want, girls. But I don't want to be one. <laughs> I like girls. Or not be able to tell the difference between a muffin and a baby. So you have to... I mean... I'm so confused. <laughs> I really don't want to change genders when I sneeze. So I guess I have to, but here's the thing, is when I look at little Isla, I'll be like, oh my gosh, this is a muffin. Be like, mm, I wonder if that one's blueberry. <laughs> She's got little blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. She's got little no. blue eyes, and they look like little blueberries. <laughs> um, so I just have to start, like, rocking muffins too like it might be i'm like this might be a muffin it might be a baby this is like the weirdest thing i've ever had to think through i, I take the sneezing thing out of the out of the question like, I, no one you. wants I to do that. that no one wants to do i that. didn't want you to want that one no i would have been upset. <laughs> i would have been like nah it's not okay okay i'm trying to go about like or think about how life would be if you couldn't tell the difference between a muffin and a baby not that i eat muffins that much see that's why if let's put higher stakes on this cookies you like cookies like that i get you cookies every week you or, get me cookies yes oh those are for me yeah they're for okay. you they're for you i, I didn't buy know that. cookies every weekend chocolate chip cookies. we'll have to put a scoreboard on who eats more of the cookies well mm, they're still for you though <laughs> Um, but what if you saw those cookies sitting on the counter and you're like, why does it look like a baby? You have to give up cookies. I mean, that's basically what this question is, You'd have to is, give up right? muffins because you wouldn't would you know would you, if you But were... would you have to give up babies too? No. You would just <laughs> never know. You would just have to give up muffins because you would never know. Is it actually a baby that you're eating? Gerard, any input? <laughs> So, yeah, I don't eat that many muffins, so, yeah, I would definitely No, but, yeah, but put higher stakes on the question if it's a cookie. I mean. Could you go without cookies? Yes, I don't want to be sent to prison as a baby murderer. That's okay. Next question. <laughs> that was a good one. You really made me think. Oh, Gerard has some input. So, you can control if you sneeze or not. Uh, I can't. No, he no. can't. He can't. Gerard Dude, said. Dude, in my sneezing can... fit, imagine my, when I have my sneezing fit. Oh, my like, God. God. Oh, my gosh. 
we need to take this whole question out yeah, of here true. now. Okay, Gerard said it would be um, so you can confusing control your sneezes, which I'm kind of with you. Like, I don't go, like, I mean, you have to sneeze sometimes, but I don't have crazy sneezing fits like you. You'll hit, like, ten in a row. That would be the most confusing thing for you because you'd be, like, counting, like, he's got, he's back, forth, back, forth, back, forth. <laughs> and you wouldn't even know, like... And, like when I finish the last sneeze, you'd just be sitting there in anticipation. Be like, you better sneeze again. <laughs> Get some pepper, put it underneath my nose. That would be the most confusing thing ever. This is a horrible. How did you even come up with this question? The most concerning would be like, <laughs> I can't control my sneezes. Then after I get, you get one way, you're like, oh, I can totally control my sneezes now. Oh my gosh. You'd be like, fraud. Oh my gosh. This is getting <laughs> scary. This question's getting scary. Oh my gosh. Okay, thank you for your question. That was great. On to, oh, um, shorter question. When did you start working out? I like this question because. I was thinking back on the last question, like, sorry. We <laughs> what? What did you want to say? <laughs> You'd be like, I swear, I was just, I'm just a cookie monster. Like, no, he's a baby monster. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you had another sneezing, like, technique no. saved in your pocket. <laughs> That's a weird question, guys. Uh, when did you start working out? Well, I know you probably mean CrossFit, which is 13, but I've been working out, I think, my entire life. So, training my entire life. So, there's that. Okay, on to more serious notes, and I was mind blown in a different way than that last question by this question. Okay, someone asked us or told us a little story. I had a neck injury. No one know in parentheses, no one knows why I'm alive. I'm like, dang, this is scary. At CrossFit three weeks ago, and it's very hard to see all the progress fly away. Do you have any advice to keep up in the harder moments? Okay, let's just talk. First of all, I'm so glad you're okay and asking us questions on our podcast. Um, I don't know what happened. I would love to kind of like, if you care to share at all, not, I mean, just with me through messages or anything, like I'd love to kind of talk you through like where you're at and everything. I wanna, and I, and I want to know if, as a gym, like, if I know, just, like, like that's safety what, things that's that what concerns mean, if there's me. safety things that more like, people need to know about. This is sports and athletics. Like you, there's some, there's always some risk involved in sports and sports and athletics. You just got to take you're taking that risk when you, when you're throwing around heavy barbells and everything. But we always talk about in here, like, how to be smart athletes, what, like teaching people how to bail. That was a big one in our back squat cycle. And just having general awareness on like, hey, I don't want to freak you guys out, but I kind of want to freak you guys out enough to, to know you like to be safe in your head and realize if something does happen, you know how to get out the way of a bar. You need, you know how to like control it as, as respect the best the you way can. And respect the right the movement. Um, so that does happen with any sport that you play crossfit included um for you and this is i'm just gonna take like general injury and help hopefully we can kind of walk you through like what i would tell any athlete that is a little bit in a slump due to an injury in this gym okay i'll say number one keep showing up if you can like as much as you can keep walking in the gym i don't care if you do anything inside the gym just walk in the gym i am such a big believer in the energy of the people being in this community saying just coming in and saying keeping hi the habit to people of... keeping the habit of showing up and just being in this atmosphere is already gonna like help your hopefully help your spirits and keep you like you said in your routine of i'm an athlete just because i have this little bit of a hiccup along the way i don't want to like scrap any of that hard work that I already do. It's just gonna have to change a little bit. Um, and then the second thing I wanna remind you of is you can always do something. I don't care if you are required to not move from head to your toes, even if you're like in the gym with like a squish ball 
in your hands and like working on your grip strength like there's something you can do you can work on your breathing you can work on there's always something in and you can put that a little bit on your doctors and coaches too be like hey let's get a little bit creative and like not push anything with this injury but let's try to come up with something that we can work on while we're in a little bit of this slump and the coolest and this is a this is a really like flip side of how to think about injuries yes it sucks in the moment but as you start making the steps and as long as you're consistent with kind of making baby steps where you can is you're really going to appreciate all that you can do once you start getting on that road to healing the worst thing i think you can do is stay at home sit on your couch and kind of waller in your own like Pity hard party. times don't yeah and throw yourself a, a little pity party and i know that's that's kind of like hard to hear because it does suck like you can have your moment of just like man this sucks cry it out do whatever you need to do but then we got to start you can't change what has already happened it's time to start making the moves to the next thing the next checkpoint yeah. um i mean i've dealt with from football to had wrist surgery, dealt with it through CrossFit, through football, all those different things. I totally get that and know how hard it is to kind of overcome. It's okay to have those emotions and feel bad and frustrated and angry. You just want to like eventually channel that into something productive and realize like I can't control that there was this accident. That's over. That's in the past. What I can control is what I'm doing now to improve myself. And instead of looking back on you know, you were training and you had all of these gains and you were doing so well before and looking back on that, that I've lost it all. You can look at that and say, I'm thankful I spent that time and I built this robustness so that hopefully I can recover from this injury sooner. And when I do start, when I am able to start doing some of these things, that stuff's going to come back. It's going to come back depending on the injury. Obviously mm -hmm. there might be some limitations, but it'll come back more than you, than you, might realize and all of that time is not wasted like it's still there mm -hmm. and it's still something that you know um, that that you've built and you know you might have to take a few steps back but focus on what you can control you can't control the past you know laser in on hey what are steps I can take to get incrementally better every day and don't play the comparison game with your old self I mean yeah pre-injury you're 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 in new circumstances how can you be the best in your in your new circumstances i do that's really cool yeah that you put it that way because i i remember talking to someone it's so funny we came like full circle from one of our conversations this morning about one of our old this was a while ago old members that had torn his achilles and i remember him coming back up to us and he was like i wanted to thank you guys because and just crossfit because my physical therapist said like I was like miles ahead of where I was supposed to be because he had built up all of this previous leg strength from training so hard and, and CrossFit and everything. So it's not gone. It's not gone. You didn't lose any of it. Uh, we're just going to have to take a few steps in a different direction while you're healing. And, and, and like, here's another perspective shift just like to get your mind right is like, dude, you, you said you almost died. Like you here, <laughs> like you here, there's something to be thankful for right there. Like, mm -hmm. I'm glad that I, that I'm getting this question from you. Like, that's awesome. And you know, like lean on that, lean on that gratitude, that thinks like, Hey, I got another shot. Like this is, that's freaking something to, to build off of Yeah. and be excited about. I mean, we're or thankful uh, for, I'm very thankful for your question and that you are here to be able to ask that. And yeah, if you, I don't, I don't know you, we don't know you, but if there is some way we can kind of help you and um, from, a, from, from afar, we'd love to. Okay. Yes. Thank you, and we'll, on the road to healing. That's all we got to do. Um, last question from, okay, I'm just going to start calling her out and make it our own segment of the show. <laughs> Jen gives us all these weird questions. 
from, I'm trying to remember, um, she didn't have this little question, but she always gives us these random questions. Um, and this is the gin question of the week. Do you put ketchup on your eggs? It's a common thing up north. Never. Never? Okay, so it doesn't, I, well, it doesn't freak me out because I think it's either my mom, my I'll papa, do salsa. or both. I don't know if they both do that. And we're from the south, so. But see, that's weird because I'll do like hot sauce or salsa on my eggs. Yeah. And I like that. No, none for me. But no. I'm not even a ketchup person. I'm not a, I don't want the sweetness of the ketchup with my eggs. That's disgusting. But like green salsa or even like some sorts of hot sauce if I'm eating like a ta breakfast taco, okay. it's bomb. Okay. Um, Jen, do you put ketchup on your eggs? That's what I'm <laughs> going to ask you next time you walk in here. So, um, do you put ketchup on your eggs? No. No. <laughs> no. It makes sense why your family does it because in Louisiana, Louisiana. I didn't know it was a thing up north. I think it might be, I don't know, it might be my mom and my papa. I know one of them, at least one of them, does put ketchup on their eggs. So I know that's like an actual thing. Um, but yeah, Jen, I'll ask you next time you're in here. That was the last question. This little sea urchin. Um, do we have a workout? Oh, yeah. Choose a workout. Hmm. Workout of the week. I didn't, I mean, did Imams, did... Oh, like last oh, week, three Friday. Yeah, or Friday or Saturday last week. Did you do anything fun on those? Did on Saturday. I did rowing and wall balls. Oh yeah. And then the handstand ramp. Oh man. That's oh, such... the handstand ramp. Let's what? talk about that. Why? Who got over both ways? Oh. Yeah, you posted your video, right? You have one. We set I up our super sketchy handstand ramp, which is a. Wooden table onto a stack of plates with sandbags under it. You know, I kind of like it. Do not suggest doing that. After I like we just that wooden table out there. It like reminds me of like some backyard wrestling or something. It's like next we'll get skateboards or I'll get my heelys and we'll like go <laughs> up the ramp. Um, no, we're not gonna give them a handstand ramp workout because it's just no one's okay. gonna be able to set that up. Um, should I give them the couplet or the triplet? The rowing and wall balls or the running? I mean, that one's kind of boring, but good. It's boring. Okay, do your boring grunt work. Do 30, 50, 70 calorie row and wall balls. And I did heavy wall balls to a nine foot target. So nine, or excuse me, 20 pound wall ball to a nine foot target. 30, 30, 50, 50, 70, 70. This guy said, I almost made it 70, 50, 30, but you know, I'm just gonna turn that thing around and make it worse and make you go up the ladder. So there's a spicy little couplet for you guys. And this marks the end of podcast 14. Good. Bliss, you wanna say bye? <laughs> he's like curled up under the table. I know, he's like curled up under the table. All right, for Becca, Matt, and Blitz, we out. Later, Peace. guys.